Aloha. I'm Sunshine Tiki, and I am here solo in the Zen Tiki Lounge. No ladies with me this week, but I do have a cocktail because I need it. And I think some of you do too. I want to thank you for joining us here in the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. You can visit it through your ears, but you can't come here yourself. Maybe someday. I'm having a zombie, and I'm having a zombie because I was finally able to score a bottle of the Hamilton Rum Beach Bum Blair, <laughs> Beach Blum Blair. I keep saying this. I have not had a sip of liquor today. Beach Bum Berry's Zombie Blend Rum. And uh, it's been available on the East Coast, uh, closer to home, where the bum is from, where he resides anyway. And, uh, I, you know, I, we just weren't finding it out here. And I finally found some at High Time Wine Cellars in Costa Mesa, which is, I've talked before, that is my home away from home when it comes to liquor. So the bum, uh, he unearthed the lost zombie recipe. This comes from the back of the bottle. And the back of the bottle tells you what you need to know. So he found the recipe, which called for three rums. Now the bum has blended an array of Caribbean rums in one bottle, so you can easily reanimate your zombie, fuel your jet pilot, and punch up your favorite tiki classics. And then it gives the actual recipe for the drink. So you just need the ingredients that are on the bottle. And I made this true to the recipe down to the drops for the Hamilton Beach Bum Zombie. It's two ounces of the rum in this very bottle. It is a 59% alcohol by volume rum. Three quarter ounce lime juice, one half ounce of grapefruit, falernum, and cinnamon syrups, a dash each of Pernod, grenadine, and Angostura bitters, or they say eight drops. Do a quick power blend with three quarter cup crushed ice for no more than five seconds. Pour into a tall glass, or what's known as a zombie glass, filled with ice, garnish with mint. Okay, so I have it in my shaker. I am not doing the blend because my blender is actually uh, doing something else right now. Not with me currently, but not available for the show. So I used crushed ice in the glass, and I have crushed ice also in the shaker to give us that dilution that we're looking for. And I am going to... Mix this up right now. Shake it up. Here we go. Beach Bumberry's Hamilton Blend Zombie. I have not tried it yet. But I'm excited to, and I've made two. One for the husband as well, because the ladies may not be here, but I still have to pay my dues by providing the husband with a cocktail, because he's off getting ready for a party we're throwing a little bit later. And it's only fair that I make him a cocktail, and the zombie's a good start. Limit two. Everybody knows it said limit to, it was a stiff cocktail, it is a stiff cocktail, but also because uh, that was hype, right? And then the gentleman would definitely purchase two of the more pricey cocktails on the menu, and it's how a bar makes money. Husband, your zombie's ready. Okay, so I'm excited to try this. It is a reanimated fleshy color, gets that from the grenadine, cheers. Let's try this. Yep, that's a zombie. And that rum is still so there. It is not overpowered by the other ingredients. I've tasted the rum on its own. I tried it neat. I've tried it with a cube of ice. I've tried it with a touch of water. And 
Well, here, so I'm just gonna smell the rum from the bottle and I'm gonna tell you. So I get brown sugar. I get a little bit of funk like a Jamaican, like a old banana. Something a little earthy, dirty, sweet. Maybe like fig. Um, it's it's great on its own. It's not exactly a sipping rum at 60% alcohol or 59%. But the husband and I both enjoyed it. Uh, we picked up a few things at high time. Uh, but this is a darn good zombie. You know, it just has that eight drops of Pernod in there. And it's there, but it's not overpowering. Sometimes you taste a zombie and they, they pour the uh, Pernod or absinthe. Uh, and that can be a mistake because you really just, you, you want to you wanna feel it there in the back, but you don't want it up front. This is, it's, it's a great drink. It's a stiff, full flavor cocktail. A lot going on it. Mmm. That's probably the only one I will need to record this quick little episode that I'm doing for all of you because we, we have a little bit of listener mail and uh, the ladies are quite busy. So Kaylani and Pumpkin, of course, are teaching the children's and they are, you know, on the weekends lately. Well, they just don't want to do anything, including even schlep over here on a 99 degree day and get behind the bar. And I don't blame them. Uh, we're all kind of staying in our homes and staying as cool as we can. And then uh, Starshine, well, she's in Mexico at an all-inclusive resort. So I'm sure she's quite happy doing whatever it is that she's doing. Now, I was thinking about seeing if she would be dumb enough to take a call from me that we could record here Uh and maybe we'll do that after the mail. We'll just dial her and see if she wants to answer. Um, anywho, so you are here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, the dimly lit tiki bar that lives in your head. I encourage you to make a cocktail, sip along, and uh, let's go ahead and dig up the mail segment. I will be right back. Zach is so fragile. I need to be careful with that. I'm going to just set it down. Oh, and it's heavy. It's a heavy, heavy sack. This first question comes to us from Anonymous. Now, this person actually typed Anonymous and went through the trouble of creating an email address that is anonymous at something. I'm not going to tell you that part so you don't spam him or her or whoever. But, uh, and, and the question is simply... Saw that you were in Vegas again. Yes, I was. Uh, and just wondering if you visited any tiki hot spots or cold spots. And what did you do and was it fun? I don't think we've recorded a podcast since I went. No, we, we didn't. But we mentioned it. So actually, uh, we didn't go to any tiki spots. We generally do. But I was with the husband and a group of others. And we were there for RuPaul's Drag Race Live at the Flamingo, which great effing show. It's really good. Um, I am not real into the RuPaul thing, but the husband and friends are often watching it in the background. I might be making dinner or mixing drinks, and I'm not really paying attention to it. And I know some of the names of the drag queens, but it, it, I love drag. I just don't like that show. 
Anyway, hate Trixie Mattel. Well, okay, I hate her look. I'm sure she's wonderful. She seems to be wonderful, but I, I hate her look. Anywho, so it's a really, really great show. And we went to Bugsy and Meyer's Steakhouse, which is at the Flamingo as well, just around the corner from the show. And it is pricey, but they make darn good cocktails. Really focused on bourbon, although... <laughs> Oh, yeah, this reminds me. The server, who was so attentive, checked on us so much, made sure we never wanted for anything. She did suggest the special cocktail of the evening. Does anybody want to guess what it is? What was it? Any guesses? No, that, that's not it. No, it wasn't a zombie. It was a pina colada. And they, she actually went over the ingredients of the pina colada for us. And I'm thinking, you know, anybody who orders a pina colada, you either know what it is because everyone's had one, you know, and you don't need someone to tell you that it's pineapple and coconut rum. But anyway, but she was nice enough to go over the ingredients anyway. We did not have that. We had some bourbon drinks and a gin drink and some wine. Uh, the drinks were made very, very well. Uh, you know, they came in the right glassware. The garnishes were on point. The mixology was great. The flavor profiles were really nice. Uh, they do a smoked, like, kind of between a Manhattan and an old-fashioned, um, and it came out um, in its own vessel filled with smoke and the cocktail, and then you pour it over a nice orb, and um, it was quite nice. But the food is also really good, and husband had a big hunk of meat. I had a really, really well-cooked piece of salmon. The sides were delicious. They had a mushroom medley that had like eight kinds of mushroom in it, and I ate most of it and then took some back to the hotel room and finished it later. So anyway, uh, and then spent a lot of time at Cosmo, and I bring up the Cosmo because Anonymous asks, what did you do in Vegas? I spent time at the Chandelier Bar, which I tend to do, and Spence, if you're listening to the podcast, you said you were going to listen uh, I said, dealer's choice. You make me something with rum. And he ended up making me a cachaca-based cocktail with some passion and other other fun things in there and a beautiful gar orchid garnish and in a brandy snifter with beautiful, beautiful ice. Uh, and um, it was just lovely. And I had to sip it slowly because I'd had some cocktails before that. But Spence did really well. If you visit the Chandelier Bar at the Cosmo, you tell Spence that Sunshine sent you and you would like him to do a dealer's choice or off the cuff as they call uh, and just tell him what spirit you like and he'll do something nice for you. Uh, he did another one for me a little later in the afternoon um, and it was also lovely. So it's nice when you find a good bartender and there you go. But the, the part of the trip that I think I enjoyed the most. No, you know, I think it's tied with RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, and winning all my money back. Um, we went to the Lost Spirits Distillery, the new one, in Las Vegas. So the Los Angeles Attraction Distillery is not reopened yet since COVID shut down. But they've been focused, and we asked, they've been focusing all their efforts on getting the new place open in Vegas. The LA location will reopen. But again, with staffing and all the other challenges that people have these days, and I know it's hard for everybody, they had to focus on opening one or the other, and it was the Las Vegas location because it's the new one. They got to get it open. So it has a lot more space than uh, the Los Angeles location. And I don't want to give too much away other than saying 
if you're expecting that Willy Wonka type tour where you're going to be immersed in different types of rooms and environments along with your tastings, yes, that's all going to happen. I am going to say that you do get to ride on an electric rickshaw a few times and go around the place and be ferried off to a further away building. Um, that that was kind of fun. And uh, the what they've done with the indoors here, they make it very clear that this is a starting point, just like with the other venue um, that they're going to obviously be adding and building and, and putting in more stuff. Um, so two things I really want to mention. You get to try you get to try five spirits, and the one that stands out is the Lost Spirits Navy style rum, which is what really got them going and made them famous as far as the tiki community is concerned. Uh, so you get to try that. You can have an you can have a top off too. You can have it more than once if you like. And they did a a, a brandy from raw a raspberry brandy. And that was quite lovely. Uh, they used to do something called a carousel brandy, and this is the carousel brandy nouveau. So they have done it with brandy instead of grapes, and or sorry, with raspberries instead of grapes. And it's very nice. It's not quite as floral as the original, but it's a great brandy. I believe that one was just a straight forty percent alcohol by volume. Um, and then you get to taste some other great stuff. The other thing I want to mention is the final room. There's a name for it, and I don't remember. The final room, maybe it's called the living room because it is a long room with couches and seats on both sides with a long, long, wide hallway down the middle and probably a dozen or more chandeliers, like, you know, six or eight on each side going down. And there's a chandelier over every seating area. And, well, are the chandeliers moving or are you moving after trying all of those Tastes of spirit. You'll have to decide, but that room was wonderful. Uh, I just, again, it's, it's what Lost Spirits does. They take something so simple, like a place where you're going to sit, and they put a light above you, and then they just take it to another place. And that's all I'm going to say. You, you can look at pictures online. You need to go. I believe it's $59 for the pass. Uh, and you can spend about anywhere from two to you know, two and a half hours in there, depending on how slow you want to go through it. Uh, but it's a great time and you need to go. And then you're at Area 15 in Vegas and there's so much to do there. We've talked about on previous podcasts. So that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much what we did in Vegas. Um, this other note, well, it comes from Alex. And Alex mentions that, uh, well, he had said, I'm having a hard time finding Hamilton pot still black. And also in the Hamilton family, like the new Beach Bumberry zombie blend. And, uh, you know, I suggested ask your liquor barn to see if they'll get it for you. Because sometimes they will. Uh, they'll take a little gamble on something and hope that it sells enough that they can sell the rest of the case that you don't buy. Uh, and it looks like they did that for him. So he was able to get it, and he picked up some lighter rums as well. And he sent me a picture of his cocktail, which I always appreciate. You can always send me pictures of your cocktails. Hmm. Zombie, because I appreciate them. And not only do I appreciate them, but I like to know that people are trying to put some of our advice and shenanigans to good use, uh, because we certainly do plenty here, and not all of it is um, in any way productive, but sometimes I'd like to think it is. Uh, so, Alex, I really do wish you well. And I'm hoping that more of you will send me pictures and you'll ask me those types of questions about like, you know, spirits and such, because I, um, you know, I, 
I know a little bit, and when I don't, I'll farm out an answer sometimes. You know, I will, um, I'm typing here, by the way, folks, so um, don't take that personally. I don't, I don't always know the answers, so sometimes I have to farm it out, and then I'm able to source an answer for you or just point you in the right direction to somebody else. And uh, that that's obviously what part of the online community is for, that we can do that. And, well, yeah. So here here's an iTunes review for you. Oh, yeah, I'm done with Alex. And it comes from Mr. Tiki Who What? And the review is simply, I didn't know I liked podcasts. I was told that I would like podcasts that center around solving unsolved mysteries and murders. That is such a thing lately. True crime, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, but I enjoy listening to the Zen Tiki Lounge because I don't really have to pay attention that much. I can just put it in my ears and I do make a drink and I like to just relax. I mean, that's a compliment to me. So I'll take it. I am not offended at all by that um, kind of like if that if that was a drag queen, I would say like, oh, that was a backhanded slap. Mm -hmm. But I'm OK with that. All right. So why don't you send us your comments and suggestions to mail at zentikilounge.com. We would love to hear from you. I would love to answer your questions and comments right here on the podcast. I'm going to have a couple more sips of this zombie, and I am going to be right back with just a little bit more. You're getting a short episode today because the ladies aren't here. The music in the background is something that um, I'm going to turn it up a little for you here right now. It's one of those like $5.99 CDs that I bought, and I was like, oh, come on. Uh, and it was just simply titled Tiki Party. And I think I got it at like H&M or something like that. But when I turned it around and I looked at the artists, they were actually a few artists that I had heard of, some that I had not. But I did a quick like internet search and I was like, oh, these are actually artists from the islands. As far as people who are covering uh, songs that were very like Aloha Oi and Pearly Shales and, you know, classics and they were covering them and they were doing that in lounges and such. And some of them recorded them. And so this is kind of a compilation of that type of stuff that you'd hear in a hotel bar in Waikiki or something like that. And um, it's actually quite nice and it's very relaxing. It goes really well with my zombie. So it's called simply Tiki Party, but I, that's probably, I can't find it online. Like it was a CD from H&M when people still bought CDs. That's all I can tell you. Okay, we'll be right back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. You're back in the lounge with Sunshine Tiki. I have just a few more things that I would like to discuss uh, with all of you. Those of you listening. So the roughly, you know, it's anywhere between uh, 14 and 17,000 people. It really just depends on the episode or guess what moods you're all in. Uh, we don't technically do any summer hiatuses or anything like that. Although we, we did kind of take one there. We talked about that a few episodes ago. Hmm. Zombie. I really have to be careful because I'm hosting a party in less than an hour. Uh, and what what I want to talk about is the upcoming event, Tiki Caliente. In the past, listeners who've been listening to this show for five plus more years, you know that we would generally have Roy Snyder. He's the host of the event, the host with the most, as he would like to be called. Is he? That's a topic for another episode of this podcast. He's a wonderful gentleman. Takes care of the, the children, the furry ones, the cats and dogs. Uh, 
So uh, his event is coming up. It's been postponed twice already. This is the third reschedule. It is happening October 14th through 17th. It is sold out. I'm sorry you can't attend if you don't already have a ticket. But the reason I want to talk about it is Tiki Oasis happened, and people generally had a very good time. We saw lots of great posts from the event. The grounds of that hotel, the town and country, are just so much better than the other hotels they've hosted at, I just got to say. And uh, people really loved that as well. And it's more space, right? More common area space. So that's good during a pandemic. And then afterwards, there were people posting about how they didn't like how things were handled and their friend came down with COVID or they came down with COVID or blah, 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 blah. And some people were complaining about people not wearing masks and some people were complaining about the lack of distancing between people and people were just complaining about things that they shouldn't have been complaining about. You knew damn well that's what you were getting into when you went to the thing. I mean, there's a couple thousand people there and you're all at the same hotel and you're all going to the same room parties and you're all going to the same symposiums and you're all watching the same bands play on the same stage. I mean, what the hell did you think was going to happen? You can choose to wear a mask. Doesn't really protect you again because the masks really protect others from your getting out. Doesn't protect you uh, nearly as well from coming in. But anyway, um, so some people did come down with COVID. I no specific numbers on anything. It wasn't like a super spreader event that anyone named it or called it that per se. I don't think the county or the city looked at it that in any way. Um, you know, but just some people being whiny and cryy and. COVID at an event with all these people. How did that happen? I didn't see that coming. So Tiki Caliente is coming and it's in Riverside County and Riverside has said that for an event of this type, you, everyone has to show proof of vaccination and I could not be happier with that. Also because there are some people within our society, even within the Tiki community, who are full-on anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers. Yeah. Um, so, too bad for them. Because they'll have to show proof of vaccination. And I would hope that no one would show up with false documents. Because as far as I'm concerned, that should be a crime that's prosecutable and you can serve jail time for by purposely endangering other people. Yeah, so you know how I think about that. But I am happy to be attending an event where it is vaccination required. My husband is having his 40th birthday party coming up here. And I'm going to be making lovely cocktails, of course. Uh, we're doing tacos, because that's what the husband likes. And there could be 40, 50 people here in a not-so-big house. And yeah, we're going to try and hold as much of it out in the yard as possible. But we told everybody we want them vaccinated. It just makes sense right now. Um, the big Halloween party that we have here, same deal. That's 80 to 100 people. We want you vaccinated or please don't come. Now we're doing honor system for that. We're not actually checking. And, you know, if any of my friends are listening, uh, don't be that person who says you're vaccinated and you're not because you're an a-hole. It's fine if you don't believe in a vaccination. But there are consequences that come from that, and you need to go, you need to go hang out with other unvaccinated people at certain times, because there are those who say, you know, when in large groups, I would just prefer to not have to take so much risk. Going on a cruise in November, must be vaccinated. Love it. 
not getting on a cruise ship unless vaccinations are mandatory. Jeez. Previously, they were going to allow... It's a Norwegian cruise, by the way. We're doing a Mexican Riviera. We have a view room. Uh, what do you call that? A balcony? <laughs> uh, that's the zombie starting to talk. They have a tiki cocktail menu on the ship. This is going to be the Norwegian Bliss, the second time we've sailed on it. And they had uh, they had a faux tiki bar last time. Um, it was okay. They have a mojito bar that serves like 12 different variations of mojitos and really like most of those on the menu. And they muddle them right there fresh in front of you. Sometimes they get quite a line and quite a wait. So I try to go in there off times to get a nice drink down there and then I take it down to the casino and that's where I really enjoy it. But but now th this, this sailing, they have a cheeky drink menu. So they've got a Mai Tai, they have a Singapore sling and they have some other known cocktail names. Norwegian does have a pretty good cocktail program. So I, I will be posting pictures of each of these for all of you. And of course I'll tell you what I think of them. And uh, you know, I, I think some of you might enjoy that. Some of you are cruisers out there as well. Not that kind of cruiser, Julian. Hmm. So, get vaccinated. Come on. I don't care what people are saying about the booster. Oh, you know, okay, done. I'm, I'm done talking about that. I rarely get on a soapbox, but I just... Everyone reaches a breaking point mentally or physically, and mentally I have reached my breaking point with people who just don't give an F about other people when there is no scientific validation that you have any horse to sit on. So Tiki Caliente is coming, and our room party is a bewitched theme party. We're calling it The Bewitching. I will be in Dora. I have ordered a custom-made costume. The lovely gal who is making it for me uh, resides in London, actually, and so it will be shipped shortly. And it will also be my Halloween costume. And then uh, Kehlani is going to take the role of Samantha. Starshine has not exactly pegged which character she will be yet, but she has some time. It's okay. She's short enough to be Tabitha. We've talked about that. Um, and uh, she can use her hand to twinkle her nose because Tabitha was never good at that, and she did it in the show. So uh, maybe that'll, that'll like, really work with her. Maybe she could walk around on her knees all night. Uh, but I think it'll be a nice party. Have not figured out what the cocktail will be yet except for um, two particulars. I'm going to play an excerpt for you now that comes from Pumpkin. I was at her house today gathering passion fruit. And I'm going to play this for you because this is part of what's going into the cocktail that I'll be serving at Tiki Caliente. Here we are. Sunshine and Pumpkin. Aloha, listeners. Dr. Tiki of Tiki Bar TV here, welcoming you to the Zen Tiki Lounge. Your inebriated hosts for this episode will be none other than Sunshine and Pumpkin. So get those cocktail shakers ready, rub on the fake tan, and prepare for the shenanigans. Hello, Pumpkin. Well, hello. There's there's quite an echo over here. Um, or is it good? I want to thank you for inviting me to come over and ravage your passion bush. Well, but some of it had already been ravaged. So it's almost like post-ravage. Well, your bush was so ripe yes. that the, yes. I, the it, goodies it were falling already, right out. It, it was. It's raining passion fruit. We are going to, or I am going to be making uh, a passion fruit cocktail for wait, wait, wait. Tiki Caliente. Wait, wait. Organic passion or, fruit. Organic, organic. yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I can only say that if I also use organic sugar. 
Oh. We'll oh, see how that, oh, okay. how that okay. goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so I have a rum sponsor for the event. Ooh. I can't name them yet, Uh-oh. but uh, so we're going to be using a really nice, uh, well, let me just say a really nice dark rum from a place that is in a tropical locale within the United States. I'll just say that. And uh, so we're going to take the fresh passion fruit and make a syrup. And then we're going to use some of that delicious rum. And I have been juicing Starshine's lemon bush. Ooh, so wait, so passion fruits from me. And lemon, yes. Starshine. She gave me the lemons. Yes. And the rum is being donated by a lovely sponsor. So what are you doing? (laughs) I'm putting it together and juicing this shit. What are you providing Come uh, on. But you know, I you know, listeners, I have to get her in the mood. So I brought her a bottled yellow bird. Mm, delicious. And as a extra token of my appreciation, I also brought her a vegan Bailey's for her cocoa. She doesn't do coffee, so No. Now why are our voices like super deep today? Like why do we I'm always like this in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but oh, I was wait, wait, also morning? This is morning for you. <laughs> I just got up an hour ago. Uh it's what time listeners? It's twelve twenty four. Yesterday I woke up at noon. I've been up since 6.30 this morning, Aww. so it's nap time. <laughs> uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I got up very late, but last night we were over at the husband's in-law's house playing oh. drunk drunk games. Really? And, um, you know, I'm loud to begin with, so when I'm drinking, right. I get even louder. And so one of the games actually requires screaming, so. Really? Yeah, my voice is probably a little loud. Mm. Well, you just have a couple of uh, cocktails to... Uh, Loosen those vocal mm-hmm, cords. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I those, those vocal cords. Do you have any messages for Curtis? Hi, Curtis. I hope all is well. <laughs> They're headed to Vegas soon, I hear. Ooh, so they'll be yes. listening to maybe this podcast yes, and the, the others. Way to Vegas. Keep the hands on ten and ten and two. Is that still a thing when you drive? I don't think they teach it anymore. They don't te- but, teach ten but and two also, anymore. Uh, Curtis and Kevin. Think about, uh, while you're listening to this podcast, uh, think about how Pumpkin's voice makes you feel. Oh, my. And maybe send us a note and tell us how her... Let's. That's good. No, I think I think we're okay. <laughs> I think we are okay at just having them listen and enjoy and drive to Vegas and enjoy the nice air conditioning mm. and uh, tropical libations that they have yeah, to now, offer. Now, sp- speaking of Caliente, which you weren't, Tiki Caliente... Are you sure you don't want to join? Again, it's expensive, and I'm kind of cheap. And no, you I can have, crash in the room with the rest I, of us. I have three dogs that I need to pay for boarding, and that would be like a thousand bucks. Can't the husband watch them for a day? Mm, we'll have to talk dates. Because the husband, now that the Rona, you know, people are just kind of whatever, saying, is back to Don't work. you want to see Endora make her first appearance of in a custom-made gown of and wig? Of course I do. I want to give Endora some makeup tips, too. I yeah, think I'm even Endora importing... like, a base. Like I'm even a importing base. a makeup stylist for this. Really? She's my neighbor, but... Okay. <laughs> make sure she gives you a good base. Endora needs a good we're, base we're gonna to be go pra- all night. We're going to be practicing. Yes. So, some... You got to do the blue eyeshadow with the white frosty eyeshadow on top. Right. And, and you, you can get a little... A little sweaty, you know, making all those Oh, yeah. So make sure you have a good base. 
You know, I always say if your room party ain't sweaty, it's not a room party. Mm, yeah, so, you know, I'm looking forward to Endora. Uh, not now is uh, Anita going to be making an appearance? No, she's no. not. Anita and will not I've be decided there. that all of the gentlemen okay. visiting during the party are going to be getting name tags Let's that say... will be pre pre done with one of the. Did you know that Endora called Darren Durwood over sixty different names? And there's actually a list online. No. Yeah. Oh so my gosh. I'm pre-filling the out these name tags so that you can be Dada, Derwin, Derwood, Dingleberry. It she there's so many. Yes. Oh, hello. Well, can, is that picking up my uh Oh, crazy? I'm sure. <laughs> All right, anyway, I'm going to let you go cuz I got to get these passion fruits. Juice. Home, yeah. Wait, you well, don't, some of them you are don't juice them. No, you don't. You cut them open and you scoop you out scoop, the goods. You got to scoop them yeah. and then strain them. Yeah, they they basically have to be aborted. Oh. That's mm. how it works. Another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a topical I know, I was going to say, thing to say. Um, do we make a comment Yeah, so on passion, Texas fruits, syrup? passion fruit uh, syrup is not legal in Texas. Oh, no, because of the scraping. <laughs> yes, yes. You, can't, uh, you cannot abort passion fruit in Texas. They just won't allow it. Oh, my. Which is a tragedy because it's a delicious fruit and it's so good yes. in baked goods and drinks. Yes. Potpourri. Well, just having these in the kitchen, just having them sitting in my fruit basket, it's almost like you don't need to light a candle. So we've talked about your passion bush and your fruit basket. Are there any other things the listeners might want to hear about? I, you know what? It, it's a holiday weekend. She mentioned she hasn't been doing her yoga lately. No, I have not been doing my yoga lately, which I really need to. Yeah, um, you'll look, you you look know, fine. it's... Sometimes you get into it, and then sometimes you just get lazy. I know what you mean by that. Okay, I'm letting you go. All righty. Cheers. Well, that was super nice of Pumpkin to stop by like that. No, truly, obviously, you know I went over to her place and I picked up some, uh, you know, some uh, passion fruit. She's got a huge, huge passion fruit vine on her trellis, whatever you call that thing. And, uh, you know, passion fruit, unless you like if you go to an Asian market or uh, maybe a, a Latin market, you might be lucky to find them for a dollar a piece. But if you have somebody who has a vine, they're obviously a lot cheaper. So essentially, she gave me two three hundred dollars worth of passion fruit. I'm going to make a passion fruit syrup with that. I'm going to use uh, the rum I mentioned, and I'm going to make a cocktail that I don't even know what it's going to be yet, but when you know you're working with lemon and passion fruit and some good rum, good things are ahead. There'll probably be some other other ingredients in there, but I'm looking forward to it. And the drink, I already know it's going to be called Bewitching. It just, the party just works and it just goes and it just, it's just going to happen. Uh, now we're going to have a lovely, uh, not a step and repeat, but a backdrop for everybody. It will be that uh, iconic moon above the clouds that you see in the opening of Bewitched. You will get to take your photo there if you want, and I'm sure some of you will. Uh, we are going to, of course, have us in the costumes. We'll have some other decor throughout the room and we'll be playing scenes from the show. Uh... Who wants to wear Darren's name tag? You heard Pumpkin and I talking about that. So just to preview what's going on at Tiki Caliente. And uh, now, again, it's sold out. And so if you're not already attending, you're not going to be able to attend. But 
we will do some live streaming and we will uh, record some video like we always do. And whether or not we'll record a podcast at the event, I don't know. Because we found the last two events that we actually like to just be more in it and not be like working while we're having fun. And that's been good for us. So uh, less is more sometimes. And then we can always come back and talk about it. And we can always, you know, post-production have an interview with Rory. That's not hard to do. He's better recorded than in person anyway. Mm. You know, I always talk in slight uh, of Rory, but that's just because I care about him so much. Well, I mean, that's all I really had to talk about on this episode of the podcast. Uh, Given you like 40 minutes here so far, I'll play you out with a couple tracks um, from who knows what. But it'll be perfect for your mood, whatever mood you're in, I almost promise. What you have to look forward to next is Starshine coming in the lounge. Kehlani may join as well, but in addition to making another zombie, according to this recipe using the Hamilton blend. Um, We're also going to try the Sin Ship canned zombie. And I'll just tell you right now, it doesn't taste like this. No canned beverage ever tastes like a cocktail made with fresh juices and rum by a bartender right in front of you. That's just not going to happen. Um, but we're going to taste them side by side. I'm going to do that with Starshine because she's more into drinking a zombie, whereas uh, Kehlani would not care for the cocktail version of this. She would she would probably like the canned version. Um, it's much lower on the Pernod, the absinthe uh, flavor, um, and and it's sweeter. Yeah, so I just know that she'll like it, whereas I don't think she'll care for the, the actual cocktail. It would not be what she orders when you know she's ordering things like pina coladas and... Uh, Oh, what else does she order? Why can't I think of it? Painkillers. She likes that sweet, syrupy, coconutty like stuff. And I just don't care for any of that. Well, thank you for joining us here in the Zentiki Lounge. Don't forget to go to ZentikiLounge.com. Maybe purchase some of our rocks glasses or some of our t-shirts. We still have them in most sizes, although it's finally dwindling down so that we can move on to the next production run. But help us get rid of what's in my garage. I would really appreciate that. The rocks glasses are lower. The price is lower than it's ever been before we even reduced shipping rates. Thank you. Mahalo. And until next time, get vaccinated. Mahalo! Mahalo!